0: Oh man. Yeah, no fan was in there. No fan was definitely in there. Feels much more comfortable in here now. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMBA show. Let's go. us back here in studio, A. Back in our afternoon time slot? Man, it's just like old times, though. right. Doesn't it feel right? It feels so good. No,
1: it's B, it's the BC times, like before championship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, those were dark times. They were. We'll never have to go back and live them again. Guys, we have a great show for you today. Not one, but two practices since we last discussed things with you. We got notes from those that are somewhat interesting. We also want to look at preseason starts tomorrow. Bull Bull versus the denver nuggets many people are viewing it that way is that the top story that's line? the top storyline uh, also Nurkic versus the denver nuggets there you go uh, we're going to talk about what we want to see from all these guys who's the most interesting player in preseason and what do we want to see from each guy should be a great show help me along with it a guy wearing an extra large shirt he's a medium-sized guy bring vote
2: <laughs> is anyone hot actually can we get that fan going <laughs>
0: really it's the, oh my gosh
1: uh, oh my gosh look who it is it's d-line that's right, guys. I'm back for an <laughs> indetermined amount of time. Are, are you back? Are for you real? back? I don't know what I am. <laughs> I live I live in a sort of like nebulous space where my time
0: and my body don't belong to me, frankly. Yeah. Well, I saw comments, you know, over the last couple of weeks like, is D line coming back? And I realized I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you mean yeah.
3: P line, P line, P line. <laughs> See that this is that's the worst part. Is that like
1: is that uh, not only am I miserable? Is that I uh, n- n- the world makes fun of me.
3: <laughs> we a, we missed you though. We missed you. We did miss you. I, did appreciate miss you. I appreciate
0: that. I appreciate that. And then over there, the man with the wind beneath his hat, Harrison Wind.
3: I do know D line will be here or P line will be here for opening night, which. It's coming up quick, man. <laughs> yeah, do we you know I, that? <laughs> I was gonna say, is that confirmed or is that just rumor? Which <laughs> city's opening is night? Sources? I don't think I can confirm it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Caduce>. you <laughs> <hearing laughs> that news. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, uh,
0: in all sincerity, um, you know, we had a great week of training camp last week. And I say we, I mean everybody watching the show, us here doing the show, and especially the Denver Nuggets, uh, to me – and, and I don't know that you got to feel these vibes no. wherever you were. In <laughs> no, spoiler alert. He did not. <laughs> I didn't. But not. Eric, I would say that my vibes were not too dissimilar from yours a week ago. Sure. But then I went to San Diego and I just spent time with Jokic. In I, the same building as Jokic, I mean, actually. I, I, yeah, they barely
2: played
1: play backgammon together. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that. I'm telling that you, sounds great. I can't wait
0: till you do though, because I'm telling Me you my either. vibes are back to hundred. Um, we had practice yesterday. During the Broncos game, we also had practice today. Uh, it was a pretty big media scrum. Uh, wh- Harrison, I'm going to kind of throw to you. I have some notes from the last couple days of practice, but do you have some things that really stood out to you about... We talked to Zeke Najee, we talked to DeAndre Jordan, but we also talked to Michael Malone. Is there yeah. something that stood out to you from today's media availability? Well, I mean, I would
3: just go back to the overall vibe for a second, coming off a of training camp into the first preseason game tomorrow. Can't believe we're already here. But... Um, I expected the Nuggets to be a little grouchy coming at the trading camp. I expected Nikola Jokic to be, you know, a little homesick maybe, um, no. you know, missing his horses, missing his family. Maybe he is missing those things, but the vibe I got all week in San Diego, the vibe I continue to feel today is that Nuggets are ready to go. Like, Nikola Jokic is excited for the season. He's energized for it. I feel like the rest of... The locker room is and i feel like the nuggets just have this sense of they're very satisfied with where they are as a team and they're very confident about their roster and just kind of the overall mindset of the group and i continue to feel that today i just continue to feel that this team's ready to go and i don't know if i felt what i'm feeling now in recent years
0: well here's what's funny because we always talk about the classic malone grouchy day of practice right of camp yeah, And last year, we didn't get it, and it was a bit of a surprise, and they won a championship. This year, like today, Malone's first line, yep. he's kind of busting my balls because every day I start off with, you know, what's an overarching takeaway or, you know, what stood out about practice okay. today. And he's busting my balls about that, but then he goes... But in all sincerity, it was another great practice. I know I keep saying that. Like, he was almost embarrassed. He had to apologize that he didn't have bad news to share with us today from practice. He's like, I know I keep saying this. I know but I it
3: keep was, saying, but I mean it. He's it like, was I know those DNVR guys always think I'm going to come out and blast yeah. the guys and call it a bad practice, but it we would, haven't had a bad practice. It would be wild
1: to be able to conjure bad vibes in when you're the current NBA champion. Yeah. Oh, I
2: disagree. I actually think there was so going back to training camp, <laughs> I, mean, I got I a sense know. of almost it's camp uh pleasant surprise from the Nuggets. Even before we talked to any to anyone, I heard a couple of guys off off to the side talking to each other and they go, "The energy was really good today." I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was. And and not surprised because those five haven't done it before, but surprised because I think it's the easiest thing in the world to win a title and then come back maybe and maybe it's just not quite the same um but i think they they're looking around and realizing man the it's it's a different kind of eagerness as aaron gordon told us earlier or yesterday but it's a it's it's still eagerness and the guys are ready to work
0: the reason i think it's a surprise is that there's the hangover factor is real you know short and off season all these different things you get back and then this is training camp this isn't the fun this isn't the parade this isn't the marquee matchup or the no, playoffs but it's this a... is the we're working on our defensive rotations and our closeout footwork
1: but they've not not one negative thing has happened in between the time that they went through the city drinking uh, little bottles of uh, alcohol that were thrown to them from the crowd i mean there's you know like it's been pure vibes i mean it'd be like you really have to be like all right, I'm going to be a hard ass. Like I just have to be a hard ass. It's my official character. I have to like put this mask on and I got to punch my be teammates. Like, hey guys,
3: and like try and hide your smile. I mean, like it's just well, that's what we thought. Maybe it would be like manufacturing right. a bad yeah, yeah. Right, when there right. wasn't right, really one, yeah. but it wasn't even that.
0: And also, like, what was the note today about turnovers? There haven't been any turnover. Usually the first day of practice, nobody's familiar. There's no chemistry. It's like there weren't even any turnovers on the first day. We go to practice, everybody's protecting Jaylen the ball. Jalen Pickett,
3: 10 to 1 assist to turnover 1 assist. ratio at training camp.
0: Uh, rookies, you know, we got rookies. They're not going to know anything. Rookies actually ahead of the curve and really locked in. And that's why I said surprise. And then, yes, I am surprised that Jokic, his mopey walk into the building. We all know he's playing a part. But the fact that he's been so eager to sort of be back and just is, again, dare i say a little bit of eye of the joker as much as you can have one in training camp yeah that to me is really exciting so now how do you feel hearing all of that context that hey this is a team that even is surprising themselves with how locked in they are for one week of practice
1: i love it i'm I'm like not that surprised because i just you just like this team is so legit like they didn't just like it wasn't an accident, it right. wasn't like, right. oh my God, right. it was like they're coming back, they're like, Psh. it's like they they're like the seniors they just showed up like every like all the younger underclassmen that show up, they're all nervous, the seniors showed up, they're like, this is our school, you just walk in like everybody gets out of your way it's I don't know like I can ju- they're just they're ready to take that leap. It's a thing that we were hoping was going to happen. I'm not really that surprised that they they feel that way. I mean, I love hearing it, it. i lo- I mean this is like Part of like my,
0: my season diatribe, like I love that they're like, you no, know, we like, that's it. Well, like, I think you hit the nail on the head with they're really good. And remember in the off season we talked about how could Jokic have like his best season yet? It would have to be that he enjoys. Like, the, the ball is popping, and he's having fun. And that, to me, is one of the things that just stands out about all of this is I think the team loves playing basketball the way that they do. They come back together and immediately play basketball like that, and they're like, oh, this isn't hard. We fell right, right back into the, the fun rhythm, and now there's just that excitement. Yeah. Um, some notes here. The Starters will play on Tuesday. Outside of a few guys, Michael Porter, he was a lot more active. The today than he has been like he to me he looked he <laughs> looks to me like he's healthy should like, we say it what do you got so michael porter's had this ankle thing
3: he had a boot up, boot on that training camp. he's out of the boot he's moving around <laughs> he's running around i would Vote say and I yeah, yeah, he's running, running around, around. Vote and I were laughing about this today if we walk into the gym media gets led into the gym immediately michael porter jr picks up a ball and starts dribbling it around the court he was almost showing off for us.
0: <laughs> I, oh
2: man. no, I'm actually with wind. I think the last two really? days, Porter's been like, look, handles good, ankles good, no worries.
3: Working on my ball oh, like he's trying to
2: show everybody I'm yes. cool, don't write yeah, the leg like, yeah, if yeah. you hurt. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, totally, man, totally. Yeah. He's been All like, right. look at this ankle, look at this yeah, ankle." I, I am, like, no, I appreciate <laughs> it. I was like, thank you, I was, I'm not worried. Joke, uh. Also, jokes aside, Picking up a ball and just
3: running and dribbling, maybe the best thing Porter could do with his time. <laughs> you know, he did this. He was on the Stan Kroenke workout plan. Yeah, you know, Stan Cronky at Nuggets practices at the end will just walk around the gym, just get some laps in. Yeah, so Porter was on today. He does.
2: He does. Jokes aside, he looks good. There's no boot. He's yeah. moving around comfortably. So this is very much in the precautionary camp for sure. If you had any concern at home,
0: and Malone did say we got four games after this one. There'll be more opportunities. So I originally thought maybe he won't play in preseason. Like they'll be extra cautious. It sounds like they're. He's probably. He's not, not he, Thursday. Yeah. Maybe Sunday. He's so. not going to
3: play tomorrow. Maybe Thursday though. Maybe Sunday.
0: Uh, Christian Brown also has been getting treatment. It looks like on a calf. It's his calf. Yeah, yeah calf. And I think sat out most of practice today. Malone said they weren't a whole lot of up and down. And then Jamal Murray has been dealing with a bit of a hamstring issue which is the hamstring one to me is always scary why i hurt my hamstring in january still hurts dude yeah and you are a uh world-class athlete world-class athlete in the prime (laughs) of his athletic career so that's what (laughs) scares me is we're the same athletically right right. and and that's a real concern um another theme second unit being up for grabs christian only guy who locked in i did hear today though rumblings of who might be the seventh man we know the sixth man I think I have an inside track guy for Seventh Man. Any guesses? I would guess uh, Reggie Jackson. Was not him, although I do think that he's pretty penciled in for early on, being the back of my card. It, is a, it is a good guess. It is a
3: good guess. It was my Please. guess earlier. Take
0: one more guess. I would guess, oh boy, Peyton Watson justin holiday really i think justin holiday has been the surprise he was your training camp MVP. I, t- I told you
2: guys to buckle up I t- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, i'm into it man i'm telling you i was having this discussion with matt moore the other day last year i loved bones the brightest timeline probably included bones In some capacity. Nuggets lost him and they won a championship. Bro, it is so wild that that was one year ago. That was one year ago. Bones feels like a lifetime ago. So true, dude. But they lost him. Like, if you would have told me going into the year, yeah, Bones is going to really fall apart. and They're going to trade him for nothing. You'd be like, gosh, is it a disaster of a year? Oh, no. It's a championship. It's yeah. awesome. Everything's the great. absolute brightest yeah. timeline you could ever imagine. And I kind of feel the same way now about everybody outside that top six and including Peyton Watson, where I'm like, if he's the guy, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. If he's not, he's not. And Justin Holiday, being the early inside track to be a guy that's playing a lot of minutes says that that could be awesome. Actually, it could be end up being a thing where it's like, oh, cool. So he's going to be the one that helps us win a, chi- a championship.
3: I mean, Justin Holiday is coming off a great week in San Diego. I did call him the training camp MVP and I feel like he definitely earned minutes last week. Like the reports were that he shot the ball. Great. Hit a ton of threes converted as a, at a crazy high percentage from three fit in with the starters fit in with the bench. And that's where the momentum is right now. It's, kind of behind justin holiday
2: and i think it's maybe a prime candidate for something that fans really love to sink their teeth into and we do on this show is a player finding the best version of themselves particularly in denver we just watched bruce brown do it aaron gordon's the poster child for it right now he's not a child he's a grown man could find a different expression but justin holiday might fit really neatly into this as of now it seems like a journeyman vet that Maybe doesn't need to be in a championship rotation, but three months from now, it could be. Actually, they've turned him into a 16-game player, and that'd be very fun.
0: Yeah. Also, there's a lot of other players of intrigue, and I think the rookies have all... They didn't get a lot of shine in the early days of training camp, but they have over the weekend, over Friday at training camp, and then even today. Um, you know, Malone said they're all workers, and this is a line we've heard from everybody. They're workers. They're adults. They're mature. Um, they're ahead that. of the curve, and that's by design. Strother always in the right <laughs> spot, not just a shooter. Malone today, again, does he watch the show? Because yesterday you joked, or, or you have been joking about, oh, Malone said, oh, he's a shooter and he moves without the ball, which is kind of shooter adjacent. And he's like, he's not just a shooter; he's a defender. He plays hard. He knows where to be. He's smart. Hunter Tyson has a motor. All he knows is how to. All he knows is competition. He just plays hard and competes every second of his life. And then Jalen Pickett isn't a pushover. He, comp- he goes at Jamal. He goes at Aaron Gordon. I heard an anecdote today about Jalen Pickett uh, guarding Aaron Gordon in the post and getting a stop. Uh, yeah. You think about what a size mismatch that is. So just a very mature team. Um, and that's just been, to me, that's the thing about it. I will say, starters looking like they did last year. Awesome. Lock it in. Bench, I think, is going to be ugly again, guys. Yep. Yep. I think it's going to be a good vibes. Lots of guys, but it's going to probably be a slog. But the overall vibe of the team is they understand there's a giant mountain ahead of them to climb, and they're, like, chomping at the bit and doing all the things right in the first steps. little bit of – this almost sounds alarmist, so I don't – a little bit of two-timeline talk,
2: kind of. Not quite the same, but there was an – understand. The, you know, Malone talked about threading the needle, like you were saying, of – It's not just winning every game now. Home court is important to them. It was important to that run. But they also want to make sure that these new guys, these young guys are ready to go by the end of the year. And I also think while Malone's job is is more one night, one game at a time than Calvin Booth's, there's a little bit of alignment there with the way Booth is addressing team building right now, which is the the younger, more affordable guys, maybe more playable guys too for younger players. And so there's a little bit of like, yeah, we got to get that going, right? We got to right. make sure that those guys are ready because these
3: five, they'll be ready in June. Yeah, there's a couple of things on my mind when it comes to the bench right now. One is I'm buying Julian Strathers' stock. I think he looked good in that scrimmage. I like what I saw. You just hear a lot of positive things about him.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yep. I love his
3: size. Julian Strother has great size. Yeah. The two similar to Christian Brown, who also has great size. The two two like a six, seven shooter, man. And um, I, I just, I can easily see like his path to finding a role for the Nuggets and, and just in the a- NBA in general. Another thing I'm watching backup center. I think Zeke Nagy does not have that backup center position on lock. Yeah. Mike Malone talked today about how he trusts DeAndre Jordan. There could be some. Um, you know, maybe, and again, some opponents, Zeke Naji's the guy, yeah. some opponents, DeAndre Jordan's the guy. I don't love that. Like you shouldn't love that. If you're a Zeke Naji guy, there just hasn't been a lot of hype around Zeke Naji throughout training camp. And, um, I kind of expected there at least to be some, you know, positive news about some of the steps he's, he's taken. So backup center seems like. We don't really know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Could be a bit of a timeshare. And then the other one is, you know, what's Peyton Watson standing in the rotation? Because we've heard a lot of great buzz about Julian Strother, or not George, uh, Julian Strother, but Justin, Justin Holliday. We've heard good buzz about Peyton Watson, but we haven't heard like Peyton Watson, you know, has been locked into that seventh or eighth spot. Like he's locked into a rotation spot. We haven't heard that. That isn't the vibe I'm getting so far. Right. But, um, it's a, it's a long preseason, so we'll see. Yeah, I was
1: just like, I'm just struck by the idea that there are all of these young players that are then learning under the starting five, which is just like so solidified, so workmanlike, professional. The fact that they're all workers, I mean, you know who's not. Having that said about them is like the Houston Rockets, like, <laughs> like they're, just the idea that you have like Calvin Booth has even like,
0: the 76ers, yeah, like who have a veteran starting lineup and totally, but on. like you can like Calvin Booth like clearly
1: targeted intentionally right. or not like high character guys, yeah, very intentionally, and mm-hmm. it just it's, it's like heartening to hear that they are fitting in in a way that it seems like they are uh, they understand the assignment, they're willing to put the work in, uh, if. Harrison wins banger of an article today is to be believed. Must like, read by the way. That uh, exclusive Watt's, on P. Yeah, uh, P. saying that he's watching everything that Jokic does. That he's like very interested in taking instruction from Nikola Jokic. I mean, like, why wouldn't you? Like, it just makes me excited that something here is being built that's just not for one season. Like, we're building something for the long term. Like, there's legitimate culture in place, and there's culture in play that can stretch well beyond just like this you know however long this this current regime lands but like obviously Jokic being the centerpiece but just like I love that there there there's an idea of a Nuggets culture is right. like mm-hmm. so
0: foreign and like so beautiful and i think it's just such a solid culture that it really does touch every corner i mean at training camp that's the number one thing that stood out let's take a break i have more notes from today that i want to run by d line since he wasn't around yeah. i just want you to react Which to one a is couple D-line? things he's this guy over oh, here okay. Okay. yeah, yeah.
3: All right, guys the nfl season is going strong for teams not in denver and draftkings sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger bet 5 bucks on any game this week Score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, and uh, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every single game day this October. Uh, I don't even know who the Broncos are playing next week.
1: Uh, they're playing uh, themselves, in a manner of speaking. Are they on the a chief? buy. Isn't it the
3: Chiefs on they're Thursday? They're playing the Chiefs on Thursday. Oh, it's oh, going to be an good absolute law. disaster. They might yeah. as well be on a buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got the Chiefs. Oh yeah, Thursday night football, right? quick week yep that's gonna suck uh but you can get in (laughs) on the game day greatness download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use code DNVR new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 on the NFL that's code DNVR only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL the crowd is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER visit www.1800gambler.com in New York call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY Text Hope and Y to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. Call 888 789 7777 Visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort License. Partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles 21 Plus. Age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after assurance. See football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Responsible gambling can be a lot of fun. It's more
2: fun from your man or woman cave. We all love to have a good spot to watch the game. Or maybe you're someone who likes to make your office, office sports oriented, not just the TV room. Either way, FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise and they've got your back with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. Think bobbleheads? We all love bobbleheads. Uh, FOCO. They're going to let you, they're going to help you get decked out, whether it's that man cave, woman cave, the office, or I don't know, you're decorating a set like Studio A. Uh, shout out FOCO, the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. Go to, uh, for all non-sale pre-sale items, use
0: the promo code DNVR for 10% off at FOCO. Eddie, we are back. D-line, yes the training camp was out in san diego and hunter tyson in his free time you know you get free time after practice yeah yeah he went swimming okay. in the ocean this is nuggets culture this is, not, <laughs> this is you have free time get in the water i just love the idea you know team staying at a really nice resort like the most beautiful resort ever there is a pool you know different things like this go swimming in the ocean i just find it so charming well, let's see, he's from, is he
1: from a seaside town? He, he's no, from Monroe. I don't know where Monroe, Monroe actually
0: lands on, Find out where Monroe, uh, South Carolina is. Yeah. Sure.
1: <sighs> I mean, I, I would be like more, it would make more sense if he was like swimming in a, in a swimming hole. A yeah, water right, hole. like a lake. A lake. <laughs> a lake? He, he, shitty little But pond. I like that, like he's like, he's definitely like connected to the environment guy, you Sneaky know? Jokic companion
0: potential? <laughs> Maybe. Both, they're both country boys. They do like. Kel, did you see the photo I sent you? Do you have it ready? Uh, well, back when I was in college, uh, Monroe is not by the ocean. Not, quite, the not ocean. quite by the ocean. It's <laughs> very close to Charlotte. Back, <laughs> this is this is a young like 19 year old Adam Adam is here on our team. I remember we went to San Diego one time. Is we that t- you? We too went into the water. You, I didn't why you're dressed like it's 30 degrees? Because it is 30 degrees, but <laughs> the squad still wanted to swim. So <laughs> I just say this to say this is such a like 19 year old thing. You know, like oh we're at the beach, we should go swimming. You're like I don't I don't know. Oh it's kind of
1: those pants of yours could be put in a time capsule. They're back now. Alien. They're Are back. Are you t-
2: trying to tell me that that person in middle frame is is nineteen years old? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yo,
1: this
0: photo, man, this is a legendary sh- photo. Sh- Shasta Jorge. That person looks like they start in winning time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought that was so so hilarious that he was out swimming in the. I, I like to picture him by himself, just. Boogie boarding, I, ju- well, I just remember like
1: Clay in between games in the finals. He was like, "I need to reconnect to the sea." <laughs> I was like, "The thing that, like maybe like <laughs> actually love uh, fall in love with Clay uh, Thompson was
0: his connection to the sea." <laughs> Dude, I feel that way about the mountains. I need to reconnect <laughs> every now and then. I really do. Um, and then Aaron Gordon says the starting lineup Eric is so good because they genuinely like each other. Yep. And then he added, "You don't always love your coworkers, right, guys?" What right. Of, right, 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 guys. Yeah. What part of that do you connect with, right, right. guys? <laughs> We're so good because we all like each other, or you don't always like your coworkers.
1: Well, I connect with <laughs> the idea. I have now a lot of coworkers. Yeah, I will say uh, I like most of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't dislike any of them, but I think that the you the, the, the starting five here on the. The NBA show works because we all actually, to some <laughs> degree, like one another. <laughs> we degree. do like yeah. each other. We also
2: all dislike each other, so that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it yeah. works out perfect. And we,
1: you know, shout out Dev. <laughs>
0: shout out to Dev, um, who we all love. All right, guys, vote. I'm going to let you have some shine here. Yeah, oh, man. Who do you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think is the most interesting player to watch in preseason? I
2: think it's got to be Peyton Watson. I think that's probably right. For me, I'm. It, you could also argue Reggie just because that it, that's going to be such an important role that backup ball handler, and it seems like he's expected to fill it and will play, so that matters. But I think you have maybe more questions about Peyton. You know, there's there's also some layers to the questions about Peyton, and the first one really is just is he ready to play, and then there are those next levels of. Some of us really want him to be the guy for that unit. Can he be the guy? Does he need to be that guy? And when you're still sort of answering the first layer of all those questions, I think that makes him a prime candidate for people are a, excited to watch him, but B, I think even, you know, casual fans will be taking some notes. What does
3: he look like? If Peyton Watson is a guy, man, it clears up so many questions about the bench. Unit. It's true. If you can just pencil Peyton Watson in for 15 minutes a night, 15 minutes. Maybe not even, maybe 10 to 15 minutes. That clears up so many questions. It clears up so many concerns. If he can be that guy immediately like Christian Brown was, man, like the you can feel so much better about the bench unit, I think. Yeah, and, and just, not not just the bench unit right now, but the bench unit later this season into the playoffs,
1: next guess. season. Like that bridge between if we like the bridge can be maintained like the the draft picks come in yeah the old the old guys yeah. that were around like slowly move out the new guy comes I mean this is how it should work if you're doing your job correctly as a uh, as a GM and it it feels like that's what's happening i mean Peyton Watson is so interesting like what's gonna happen with him this year I mean you hear nothing but praise we've seen good. Good moments, and then we saw, like, also Summer summer League when it was he's, like, left up to his own devices, how it can, like, really go off the rails. But he feel I don't know, he feels like the right piece to be able to, he, like, him plus Christian Brown feel like a perfect replacement for Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm.
0: But the thing is, is that Christian Brown was polished on day one. And, I mean, he played, he's an older guy, you know? He played, uh, Kansas, he played in the national title game. To me, that's my big thing about Peyton is... Even when we talk about the rookies, they're so polished. They've been around. He's still the youngest guy on the team. And that's why I think it's different is, Christian, how hard was it for him to break into Malone's circle of trust despite the fact that he was a guy that came in already ready to go? Whereas Peyton is a guy who hasn't played a lot of minutes. And that's why I I agree. He's the most interesting player because I don't know what to expect from him. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes in the preseason. And I just want to see, is he making mistakes? Is he out of position? Because we know he makes spectacular plays. Yeah. I want to see, does think, he make mistakes? I Adam. think he's going to be so dope.
1: I'm putting my money on he's going to be so dope. Right out of the package. I think so. We saw, him like, he got very limited time last year. At the very end, it, it was so good. dope. He just came in and was, like, defensively disruptive. You know what's interesting, and though? And was
2: dope. And agreed. Like, you're 100% agreed about the dopeness. But also tying it to Adam's question, those were all these sort of kind of help side or roaming or late blocks near the rim. And it wasn't even his guy where he can be an absolute terror because he's built like a pterodactyl. And he did that at UCLA, but at the NBA too, maybe a step for Peyton is you'll see Peyton get blown by. And then he erases the margin, you know, the distance between with his athleticism at the rim. At the NBA, maybe it might be a little bit more about staying in front of the guy, right? Being in the right place to begin with, and less about erasing your mistakes later. That's not to say that's not a good skill. It's just there are there are, yeah, polished, right? Like the Christian brown the way Christian Brown was a good defender is that in addition to the effort and the big plays, he was just in the right place at the right every time, time. every
0: time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That I, I think he's the most interesting guy. I want to see what he does. I want to how much do you think he's going to play Wind in the preseason?
3: I. Th- I think he plays a lot. Me too. I don't see why he wouldn't play it out. I mean I mean twenty five minutes, thirty minutes.
0: Right. Some like, games. This I think is 30 the time minutes.
3: to stretch him out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh D line, who's the second most interesting player for preseason? For preseason? Yeah, just for preseason.
1: Uh I mean
0: from what you're telling me,
1: I'm interested to see what Justin Holiday has to bring. Like So you're on board the hype train now. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I'm intrigued. Like, intrigued. I'm intrigued like because of what I'm hearing and it, what it sounds like his role is going do to be. Do you know what about. his nickname is? Uh he watches the, the show, another so of course he does No, big government. I don't know what is
3: <laughs> No, that's Reggie Jackson. <laughs> the fireman.
1: Oh, that's right. The fireman. <laughs> what
0: do we what know did why? We ask him about this, he puts out fires.
1: He's like, No, I literally am a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> Like, meaning that the other team is on fire and he extinguishes
3: it? No, I think it's like there's little problems coming up and he just puts them out. He puts out those fires. Like, on the the basketball court? Actually, you're
0: right. Either interpretation, he solves a problem or he extinguishes a a hot shooter. Both kind of make shifts. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's problem solver. Um, From
3: what, what I've heard of the origin story. The guy
1: I'm truly most interested in is Hunter Tyson, if I'm being honest. But I in the context of... I'm interested because I think... Well, I know that Justin Holiday's for sure going to play.
0: Right. So I want to
1: see what that looks like.
0: I mean, I, he might be this year's Jeff Green. Like a guy that is counted... like this yep. Just pencil him in and he actually... Because I think there's this idea that he might be this year's Davon Reed, right? Oh, he starts, but it's up to so-and-so or whoever it might be, Zeke or Peyton, to overtake him. But it might just be that it's like, no, he's a solid player and he fits the team. And then on top of that, you know... I haven't heard Yoke talk about him. Have we heard Jokic talk about Justin Holiday at all?
3: I don't know if he knows who he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> it didn't come up when you guys were... Anyway, I've heard Justin <laughs> Holliday has shot the ball very, very well all throughout practice and training camp and that he has a super high IQ and he just fits right into everything that people we are doing. Yeah. Those two things would probably earn a stamp of approval from Yoke. I imagine that Justin Holliday plays a lot tomorrow and probably plays a fair amount with the Stars. In fact, I'll bet he starts tomorrow. Given that I'm not sure Christian will play, I'm not sure if uh, Murray will play, and I'm not sure if Michael Porter will play. So I'll bet he starts, and I'm just curious to see if he can play some of that Jokic ball. Um, all right, let's take a break. On the other side, I'll get let Wynn decide who's the next most interesting player. Okay.
3: I actually have a candidate for most interesting that we haven't uh, talked about. Kind it's Love Christian guys Brown. 25% <laughs> It's not Christian Brown. Just checking. I'm just checking. It's not Christian Brown. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not him.
0: That would be too good.
3: It's a great tease. You get 25% off Kind Love when you purchase in-store with code DNVR. Kind Love was one of the first dispensaries in Colorado, established in 2010, known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. Authentic genetics. Patient Grow Techniques, one of the highest quality brands in Colorado. You can visit one of the Kind Love stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR, just say the letters DNVR, get the DNVR exclusive discount, 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. You can also visit their website, kindlove.com, browse their entire selection there. Use that code DNVR for online ordering. And to view their full, extensive menu, man, there are so
2: many ways to recreate in the great state of CO. Do it responsibly, and do it with our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. You know we love our Breck beers at DNVR, like the Broncos, like
0: the Broncos country. Let's ride. Um, Six dollars <laughs> at the
2: DNBR bar. I've been drink. claiming
0: that uh, Avalanche Amber season is right around the corner for like nine weeks. <laughs> the mile High City, the Mile High City it's will be your degrees. Your, you really have no to. matter what
2: season it is. Which Colorado team is your favorite? Or even if you're a true four for four, Breck Brew has a beer for every occasion. And what I love is no matter how much they try to innovate or experiment, they never lose that core beer quality that I want when I crack
0: open a cold one. Check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Breckbrew, total. They're a three for four, just like me. not going to lie. Broncos <laughs> Country, or three Nuggets, for four. What's that uh, called? They got Avalanche Amber. He's out on the Rockies. There's no Rockies beer. They're like, let's just call
3: this one Fun Slinger. <laughs> yeah, so I true. might be a two for four. I might be a 50%er. That <laughs> still would make you a great baseball player.
0: <laughs> that would make you a good baseball yeah. player. All right, Wend. It's not Christian Brown. Who could it possibly be? It's Reggie Jackson.
3: Okay. It's Reggie Jackson because if the Nuggets want to win a championship this season, I think Reggie Jackson is more important than Peyton Watson or Justin Hall. I actually
2: agree with that. Wow. The
3: Nuggets can win another championship if Peyton Watson gives them nothing this season. They can. But they need another capable ball handler. And Reggie Jackson right now is in position to be that guy. Maybe he plays with the starters and Jamal Murray doesn't play in this preseason opener. I think that'd be great for him. But... I just want to see how Reggie Jackson looks. And if he looks significantly better than he did last season when he, when the Nuggets signed him off the buyout market and he just didn't play well, we know that he knows that. So that is probably number one for me. How does Reggie Jackson look? Does he look significantly better? Does he look significantly more comfortable? Does he have more of a grasp of the Nuggets offense? Can he run maybe some of that first unit but really that second unit throughout the preseason I'm I'm excited to see Reggie Jackson. Yeah, like it's we're not
1: that far removed from Reggie Jackson being super impressive with the Clippers in I don't remember who they played in the playoffs but like he was like draining like very big shots he was like extremely poised he was like i was like it's probably in the 2021 playoffs yeah. when the big government nickname was coined yeah but like we're not like <laughs> we're not that removed thing. he you know he came in last year and i we all share the same sentiment it was like oh no like right sure you like did, it, does he not have it anymore but like i love the idea and listening to the interview you guys did with him like him talking about, like, he didn't feel that comfortable. And, like, he there are, there are so many parts of it, especially when you're tasked with running the offense, of, like, having to think so much in a game that should be largely instinctual. And, you know, you're talking about shooting and rhythm things. Like, if you're thinking about it, you can imagine it throws you off. He was throwing terrible turnovers. Yeah. Just a lot of stuff that felt, like, felt, like, not indicative of, of the type of player he is. So I actually agree with you. I'm, like, super interested to see what he's like with, another, with a year under his belt
0: yeah I'm interested in Reggie as well I will say I disagree with the idea that the just because I'm so high on picket that I do think there's a chance there is mm-hmm. another ball handler I also know that Malone has been yesterday he talked about Christian Brown bringing the ball up the court and being a second side ball handler that oh, was one it did, did he yeah did you oh. not catch this one did you not catch this one interesting uh so I am just more a little bit more hopeful that there will there can be some some other guys that can fill the Bruce gaps a little bit. If if a Reggie is, for whatever reason, this isn't isn't the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I do think it's an easier path if he is the guy. Um, after him, I'll go. I'll give my guy. I think it's Zeke Nagy. I'm a little worried. Yeah. I want to see if... It's, if the, uh, but when we talk about preseason, I think we're going to see a lot of Zeke in the preseason. And I'm excited to see if he can hold up against some of these other guys. I just want to see, is he making shots? Does his shot look confident? To me... I know a lot has been made about the shooting form, the change in the hitch and all these different things. To me, it's so much more about confidence with Zeke. Definitely. And shooting is so much about confidence. And this year, both Reggie and Zeke, I think it's true. The early returns are going to be big for the later returns. If both of those guys get off to good starts, I think their season's going to have some momentum. If they get off to tough starts, I worry about both guys, but Zeke in particular.
2: I also think if we're going to, there have been so many good vibes and good stories out of training camp. And for, with good reason, I think a lot of it's real, right? We're telling you guys that we're hearing this stuff because we are hearing it.
0: I do think, and not you, from one person. I don't want people right. to think it's
2: like a one guy keeps feeding Correct, us It's from right, <laughs> it's a general sentiment. No, that it's you're, players, it's <laughs> coaches, it's just you know, on his agents. All
0: just
3: all it.
2: It. <laughs> honestly, though, it is one of those things where, like, being on the ground in San Diego, even more so than the scrum quotes that you guys see, just being in the building goes a long way. I say all this to say, if you were gonna crack your knuckles and really dive into something. We have not heard anything explicitly bad about Zeke at all. Is there a world? Is there a world in which we get to camp and it's look, Zeke's going to be our backup big. he's earned it. That's the plan I think there could have been that that timeline was one worth hoping for, and it's not the one we're in so far. That book is not closed or anything like that but so I think it it would have been awesome to have heard those things I think in these last couple of weeks, and I think it's fair to say that. It just seems like Zeke has plenty to prove right now.
0: Yeah. Is it funny, Eric, at all that tomorrow might be Bulbul versus Zeke? <laughs> it's hilarious. That's, it is hilarious. It's, That's it's, actually It's We have not never mind what this looks like. I want to see Zeke do this or that, but he's going to be guarding Bulbul. Dude, it's Bulbul and Kata Bates Diaz versus Zeke. Oh, dude. I have so much on the line tomorrow. Kata Bates and Zeke, actually. That's the real matter And uh, Dude. I, I can't. <laughs> the script writers really
3: were just nailing In their this. bag. Yeah, their they, they were, were in their bag, bag this preseason.
0: Um, after this uh, vote, I'll go back to you. Who's the next most interesting guy?
2: <laughs> uh, do we know if Christian Brown's going to play? Is he is or is but It
0: can be for the preseason, so yeah. it's fine. I don't I think know. he plays tomorrow. I am going to say Christian
2: man. Brown. I, I agree. W- I want to see not just what he's capable of, but what he's asked to do in his hands things of that nature man we've we've tried to avoid the pitfalls of muscle watch in training camp
0: and so i'll go let's go there man, let's go to if, muscle if, watch If there's
2: one guy yeah. to me where i'm like you look uh-huh. different it is christian brown and it's not the beard although i appreciate the effort christian <laughs> uh, christian's legs right now dude yeah it, he looks like he's a different person <laughs> I'm, I'm just going, I'm not the one saying this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's, I'm I
3: know, giving that you are the one thinking. Because yep. then it might get a little weird. Yeah, I think it's better if <laughs> I say this for me. it would get weird. But you're yeah, not. It's not weird when uh, we right? breaking down
2: his calves. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, I'm the calf watch guy, I notice. But yeah. I, all, jokes aside, yeah, you are. all jokes aside, Christian Brown to me does look noticeably different physically. And we've heard those things about his confidence. He's walking around like a second-year guy, like a champ. How does that translate on the court? We already know what he can be. We already know that can be a part of a title. Can he be something more and can we see a glimpse of it now?
3: Yeah. No, on, on a serious note, like how much has Christian Brown's yeah. ball handling improved? Right. right. You know, can right. he take on some of the Bruce Brown responsibility? Can he, you know, grab a rebound, push the ball up the floor? And if nothing's there, can he pull it out and like start some offense? Can he do that? That'd be a big step for him. Um, like that stuff I think is going to be pretty apparent. You know, just watching him in the first couple of preseason games. Yeah, I mean, young players watching them
1: year to year. There's, like, it's a big deal first to second year, second to third year. Like, players take very noticeable leaps, and you kind of find out who they're going to be in this this league in general. He already had, like, an amazing season last year by (coughs) any standards, but by the fact that he was a rookie. You know, the fact that, like, now going into – The season that he had with the confidence of being a champion, walking around, as Michael alone says, like he's walking around with that swagger like he is a champion. And you know that you can just tell like he hasn't like he has he's hungry for he wants more.
0: Yeah. He's like put the work in clearly,
1: which so I'm very interested to see like how his skills have progressed outside of just his attitude, obviously.
0: Aaron Gordon gave a great answer yesterday when he spoke to media about what stands out about the rookies he said they know themselves. And I thought that was such a great answer. They know who they are, they know themselves really well. I think Christian Brown does too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times when a guy, like you hear, oh, he really worked on his handle this offseason. he has an improved handle. That could be the Paul George teaching. Who was it, Jabari Walker? Jabari Walker, a four-part behind-the-back sidestep shuffle fall away. Like, I don't think that's what the handle Christian was working on this offseason. I imagine he was working on protecting the ball as he dribbles up yeah, the court. Yeah, I floor. don't think
3: Just, you're going to see Christian Brown in that stupid New York City gym. Please, we all hate much. that gym. That's it's the, the worst, dude. It is. It is
0: the
1: epicenter of loathsome NBA content. Wynn's <laughs>
2: yeah, so. mood board is like Christian Brown winning a title, <laughs> and then. East, East Eastern Conference basketball in that
3: shots gym, gym. <laughs> just like an <laughs> <laughs> em- empty calorie gym.
0: Because it's always like Hassan Whiteside shoots a three over somebody's yeah. buddy. No, it's and always like, mellow. <laughs> well, so and true. Russell Westbrook. Well, usually it's some player, and they'll be like, "So and so's ready for the season." And you're like, "Really?" Because <laughs> yeah. The three. Well, funny funny, funny enough, you know
3: who was in that gym a lot this summer? Oh no, Bones Oh, well, that, out, that don't uh, down buddy. the vibes, you jerk. Yeah, I, I also, That's man,
2: tough. I love this idea. Like, oh, holy shit! The pro basketball player was in the lab during the off season. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's good. He was working on his game. <laughs> I I'm, love that. Yeah, you didn't just yeah, take like three right.
2: months
1: off from your
0: craft. You're no, he's practicing. working out
2: this year. Right. I
0: I have a surprise guy for my next most interesting player of the preseason. He moved up my board today. It was today that he finally moved up a couple spots. Julian Strother. Let's go. I We talked about Julian less than any of the other two rookies over the course of the summer, in part because summer league, he just missed a lot of his shots or yep. whatever. I'm with Harrison. A lot of buzz about him. You know, Michael Malone giving him multiple shout outs over the last week, you know, just kind of complimenting him and being more than what people think. I think he's another guy that I, I, I don't know how much he'll play. Like, I don't know how much the rookies will play every game because when everybody's playing, I do think they're going to be pushed to the side, even in the preseason. But tomorrow, I suspect there's three guys that are not playing, between Christian, Jamal, and Michael Porter. I'm not reporting that. I just – there's a chance that happens. And that means that these guys will play. And Strother, to me, I want to see one, does he shoot? Because that's one thing everybody says is Hunter Tyson and Julian Strother, people are putting them in the MPJ KCP category of shooters. Just like you wouldn't believe how many this guy makes in practice. Like it never misses. So I want to see that. And then I just want to see like – you know what a good – Team to test out a guy's ability to guard at the NBA level? The Suns. That's oh, a lot of tough one-on-one matchups. So if he gets yeah. to go out there and play, it'd be nice to see how he fares.
3: Also mm. a team that you might get a lot of open threes against.
1: <laughs> you nice. Know? I mean,
3: he what Julian Strather was the highest draft pick. Like, he, was. He, he
1: was the he came out of the prestige program. Like he's the yeah. one that like people had their eye on the most. Um, you're right. Like in summer league, he he kind of fell to the background, which I wasn't expecting. Like my most interesting guy rose in summer league, but like I'm super excited at the idea. Like, you know, that he's been asked to do these things at the high, at a very high level, uh, you know, in relation to where he is in his career, like college basketball at Gonzaga means something. Right. Yeah. So I'm really, I mean, I, I expect him to be
3: better than we saw him in summer
1: league. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you.
3: I do too. And I have a lot of confidence that Julian Straw is going to look the part and fit in and not stand out in a bad way with what the nuggets are doing he told this great story when he came on the podcast with us in san diego last week about how at gonzaga they made him into a shooter like that became his role he was a shooter they kind of cut a lot of the other parts out of his game and were like for us to succeed for you to succeed you know you're going to be a three-point shooter for us that's what you're going to do and so The fact that he already did that at a program like Gonzaga, and it worked, like Gonzaga had really good teams, and he played that role really well, I expect him to fit into his role in the NBA and his role with the Nuggets really seamlessly, and I expect him to buy in and not want to do too much and not want to try to color outside the lines and just really play his role perfectly from day one because he's already had experience doing that for a program in
0: gonzaga that runs
3: itself kind of like an nba team definitely
0: do you think who do you think will have more hype coming out of training camp of the three rookies
2: wait coming out of training camp or coming
0: out of out of preseason yeah
2: so i i like this question because i wonder if we're about to see things kind of fall back to the natural order of when they were drafted right and we kind of almost went in the opposite and so i it straw they're really coming last on the hype train but is it pot there is likely a reason right we know how high calvin booth is on pickett and on hunter tyson but who did he pick first there's probably a reason for that and so it'd be cool to see that kind of come to fruition and and then i'm also just i think we know sort of the story on who he is coming out of college what he does well what he doesn't do well but does that change at the nba is he is he able to show more competence around the rim with the ball on the floor we've already heard good things about where he's been positionally as a defender which was not part of the rep coming in so you know the fun part about prospects is is what's on that report coming out of college is not the story it's not a finished product so who is julian in the nba just interested to
0: get a look at that my next most interesting guy is hunter tyson definitely um he has some momentum too like somebody in the chat was saying something like pickett and hunter's momentum i don't think this is true that they've lost momentum or anything like that i think, I think he was more talking about with this show specifically yeah, i was <laughs> actually oh yeah yeah with
3: the show and pickett specifically uh, well
0: i'll tell you i've heard some really good pickett stuff over the last couple of days too like there's a lot of hype there but even for hunter i mean it's just it's just little pockets here you're not hearing like oh he's dominating this or that but you are hearing the guy doesn't miss uh, today I actually was heard from somebody was telling me just about training camp or this that because we get in and watched uh, scrimmage the last day and Hunter Tyson goes zero for two from three. I'm told it was the only two shots he missed oh, the entire yeah, day. I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm sure it was. I'm on just, the uh, anti sure. show. He's yeah. the anti
3: Michael Porter Jr. I'm just yeah, saying. I don't uh, know he shortens up when the lights get bright. <laughs> oh no, <laughs>
0: the bright lights of, uh, of the kale's camera, the kale's camera. Kale, yeah, just. Uh, I am excited to see Hunter Tyson. I think he's another guy that's going to get a lot of minutes. uh, you know just with some of the injuries or this or that like i think he's going to play a lot i want to see how he shoots i th- I, I want to see who shoots well man out of all these yes, great shooters yeah. I, I want to see they're not going to get a lot of chances that's the extra pressure when you're like hunter tyson you're probably going to get 10 threes in your five preseason games and
2: oh, sorry go ahead how you do don't. you do i i like that medina joshua in the chat here is pointing out the obvious you know what are the odds all three of these guys hit pretty low all right so we all have things we like of each three so far but It'd be it be really something if Calvin goes three for three years. So which of these guys is going to emerge at you know from here forward at the next level? Because it's different than hitting shots in summer league and looking good in practice. You know you have to play well in these NBA games, and it may only be one of the, these guys. Right, two of them renowned shooters so far. Which one of them sticks
3: around as a shooter? We'll, we'll find out. I think Hunter Tyson's gonna pop in the preseason. Maybe because of his shooting, but also because he plays really hard, oh. and that was another takeaway from watching him in the scrimmage on Friday in San Diego. He flies around out there, and this is another reason why I know Michael Malone loves him and just loves how he plays. He's never coasting, you know. He's never walking back on defense. He sprints everywhere. He plays his ass off. He's flying around out there, and that. I think it's going to pop in the preseason. It'll definitely pop in the preseason. I mean, he
1: preseason is like one level up of summer league in a lot of ways. Like it, the main starters aren't playing. Like people are, you know, they're kind of going through the motions if they've been in the league for a while, just trying to not get hurt. But a guy like Hunter Tyson, I, he was so impressive in summer league. He first, was like first team all summer league. Like it, but you know, like none of us even had him on our radar. We right, were like, yeah. oh okay. You know, the the hype from the show was very low on Hunter Tyson. Well, oh. girl, well to be like, fair,
0: you, I did not know who he was when we did him. To Eric's point, yeah, <laughs> we didn't know he was. But
1: like, I mean, like, I, it. Bones Highland popped in summer league. There's been other guys that popped in summer league, but like Hunter Tyson popped. Like he his shot was so pure; he didn't miss. He played really hard, um, with no expectations. Like, for a guy to to get that level of attention from me, from all of us, and like when you're not necessarily even focusing on the fact that he's on the court, but he just becomes undeniable. I'm like, I'm so excited for what he potentially means to the Denver Nuggets. Like, this season we'll see, but just kind of moving forward, he just seems like I don't know, like one of those guys that you don't really see coming, but then just punches you right in the mouth and you're like oh my god
3: i think he could be a great Jokic ball player totally oh that's what that's his skill set his basketball iq and he's just pretty good at everything good shooter good mover off the ball can handle it a little bit just knows how to play great basketball iq i could just
0: really see him fitting into a Jokic
3: ball offense
0: but there's one thing you missed that i think is the key because there's a handful of guys there that way but they don't have this piece motor competitiveness mm-hmm. that's the thing about the monroe menace that is that he has that other people do not everybody gets the, the menace nickname yeah. not everybody gets a menace you know a lot yeah. of, a, the monroe master or the, you know the monroe whatever he's the monroe menace because he really does play that way and so that piece to me like the, the, the going hard all the time is the part that i think is going to serve him
2: i was going to say it's the christian brown school of you'd be surprised how far playing hard can go for you right, at yeah. the nba level and I think that's, if you're Hunter Tyson, that you look around at with this team, right? They have pieces, A, B, C, D, E. They've got a lot of pieces that fit right where they're supposed to be. Your best shot is to just be that. Though, when I'm on the floor, I am everywhere. And yeah. I'm not. You won't see me quitting on a play.
3: I will say, though, I like the Monroe Menace. I wonder if we should edit the nickname slightly to be the Menace from Monroe.
0: That is way better. I like that. During yeah. summer of like the the bro from Monroe. The bro from Monroe. Because, if you remember Larry Bird's <laughs> I don't think nickname. I a bro,
3: though. I know, but it's the from French Lick. The Hick, from, the French Hick Lick. from French The Hick, Lick. Hick from from French Lick.
0: From and if there's Monroe. one
3: comp Hunter Tyson's gotten, it's Larry Bird. <laughs> Larry and we're Bird. really,
2: we well, let's be clear, <laughs> I mean, we're going to take on. that and run with it. We think he's Larry Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also
3: think he's hearing. the menace from yes. Monroe. Yeah.
0: Dude,
1: that was apparent in Summer, we were saying that in Summer League. <laughs> I tweeted that like six <laughs> times in Summer
0: that League. He's that Larry he's Bird. Larry yes.
2: Bird? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I Bird. like how we've given ourselves <laughs> two Larry Birds That's on the what
1: I was like, this team has
2: two Larry Birds. And one of them's also a Tim Duncan. That's It's unbelievable. I
0: mean, you know, they just, is it so unbelievable? They just ran he's, through the NBA. Yeah. He's probably not Larry Bird. <laughs> I mean, but uh, that would be incredible if he's actually Larry Bird. Nuggets are definitely Nuggets are going to rain for a while if he is actually he could be Larry, Larry Bird. Baby
2: Bird. His Larry Bird vibes are that he will join Jokic in a creek. <laughs> I think that's really and just
0: knock down a, a Damn, jumper
2: dude, in your eye. They off. really we have
3: more similarities slack. than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Both comps to Larry Bird. Both kind of country dudes. Late picks, low you know key what I mean? guys, slept on. Great basketball IQs.
0: All right. Man, let's take might our be last awesome. break. Let's take our last break. And then I'm going to restart the Pickett hype. Let's do it. I get, Apparently, I haven't been hyping him enough. I'll hype you him can, back he's up. He's like the next
2: Allen Iverson. Pickett? Yeah. Oh, man. Way better.
0: Uh, guys,
3: if you're out there and you're not a DNVR Diehard member, what are you waiting for? Um, coolest people out there are DNVR Diehards. Mm-hmm. Get set for nugget season. Become a DNVR Diehard. Hard. There's so many awesome perks that you get. First of all, you get a free t-shirt at sign up, plus a free t-shirt every year designed by this guy, d 20% off all merch, that's what diehards get. They also get 20% off all events, tailgates, takeovers, whatever other events we got popping up throughout the year. You get access to the DNVR only Discord, the diehard only Discord. If you're local, you get 15% off your tab here at the DNVR bar. Uh, exclusive merch, a physical diehard card as well, so you're in the club. It's a great membership. It's a great group to be a part of. If you want to become a DNVR Diehard, go to thednvr.com, click on Become a Diehard. $6.67 a month for a one year membership. That's it. What a deal! It's a coffee a month. <laughs> become a DNVR Diehard. You will not regret it.
0: And we are back. Um, All right, let's talk about Pickett. Pickett's the last guy on my list I'm actually excited about. (laughs) After that, we start to get into, like, DeAndre Jordan and Jay Huff and these different things. Pickett. Braxton Key. Braxton Key, who I'm actually excited about. Um, (laughs) But Pickett, actually, the hype has been slowed by me personally a little bit just because of I'm trying to think of the avenues for guys to play. I think there are more minutes at forward spots, and there are more minutes just, just into these different places. Pickett, to me, though, remains incredibly fascinating. And what I've heard, first of all, a rookie point guard coming in and having a 10 to 1 assist to turnover ratio is kind of unheard of. Pretty Monte Morris-esque right there. That's crazy. Pretty Monte uh, Morris-esque to be able to come in right away and have that. Generating open threes is another thing we've heard about him. It's like, hey, when he's on the court... His teams are getting open threes all the time. That's another thing we've heard. And then I've heard that he's actually held his own again in these these scrimmages as the, the week has gone on and been doing these scrimmages. His teams have been collecting wins. I even heard Team White yesterday that featured Jalen Pickett picked up a win over the starters. Whoa. We'd love to hear it. So um, are the starters in trouble? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> the big takeaway. No. Yep. no, so for Jalen Pickett, and I think he's going to play a lot tomorrow, especially if, if Murray doesn't sit, he'll probably play – 15-20 minutes. I'm excited to see it man. I, I thought Jalen Pickett looked great in the, in the summer League. I thought he ran the show very very well but you want it the question is always is he too small? That's my big question. Yeah. Is, to me, it's the only thing that would keep him from being an NBA player. Is, in my opinion, is is he too small? And it's a real question. Tomorrow, we'll get to see him go against Bulbul.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep bringing. Yeah, up his Bulbul. Thing, the thing. Yeah, Jalen Pickett is like, <laughs> get it in the SEO. That
1: like his his passing, his vision is unquestioned. It's like, I can't. Will his it. brand of bully ball work in the lane of the of an NBA game? Like, a good point. We yeah. saw we saw sort of mixed results in Summer League, which, you know, you can only believe so much of what you see in Summer League, but it, it, it did seem like, okay, he, he's got a slow, like, m- intentional way about go- of going about things, but he's able to, you know, like, got the booty ball thing, he can kind of bump guys off. It, it, it didn't seem like that was necessarily going to be a, a strategy he's going to be able to rely on, but maybe he will. I don't know. He's certainly crafty enough that you think that he could maybe tailor his game to... You know, work against bigger guys like that, but I'm I'm like I'm with you, like, you know, just to go to like I'm all three rookies. I'm insanely, insanely interested to see like how they trans. Like I've as I think about the Nuggets, like I honestly think about Hunter Tyson and I think about Julian Strother and right. I like everything else is pretty much a known commodity in some sense, and it's those guys have shown us that they have something that makes them like so intriguing, and it's like. Man, is this real? Like, is this is this gonna translate to the point, Eric, where
2: you're almost glad to hear some guys might not go tomorrow? You hope they're okay first. <laughs> for and sure, foremost. yeah. But like, you gotta want to see it. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I like, I don't want to sound too smug, but how many questions do you guys have left for the first five? Oh, you I know? don't care at all. Zero. Are you kidding me? So I don't.
0: The starters, I if we didn't I see them once, plan. we will see them. But if we didn't see them, I wouldn't care. If they looked horrible, I wouldn't care. Yeah, and yeah. so he <laughs> not shooting. For you sure. could you, the the nuggets questions are this
2: this next stuff up and so it's it's interesting to me to to it's exciting to me to be getting a look at them tomorrow
3: what's so exciting about all these rookies to me is that all three of them are pretty much ready to go there's not a whole lot of hand holding that the nuggets need to do in fact there's like zero hand holding that the nuggets need to do with these guys in terms of getting them up to speed with the nba game getting them locked into the terminology, studying the playbook. These guys picked that stuff, stuff up really fast. They've probably mastered it already because they're older rookies, because they were already seasoned. And I just love that that's the strategy that Calvin Booth took in the draft, Yeah, picking these older rookies who can come in I and too. be ready to contribute right away. It honestly blows my mind that more teams don't do it. And Everybody's going for a superstar. But why would you try that in the late first round, beginning of the second round? you know how few superstars come out of those picks? It's like young. So why wouldn't you get a guy who you just know most likely is going to be solid and be able to contribute sooner? I love that Calvin Booth did that. And I think it's a reason why we can't be excited about all three of these
0: guys early on because they're ready. D line, I I heard an interesting conversation over the last week, which was somebody made the statement if you're picking, if you're a contender and you're picking in the twenties in the draft, you should never miss. This was the comment. You should never miss. Why? Because if you're a contender and you're usually that's when you're picking in the twenties, you already know what your team is and what yep. you need. Yep. What, usually, if you're another team and you're picking in the 20s, you're like, I don't know what we need, man. We just need everything. Like, hopefully this guy works. We're picking upset. But if you know what you need and you know what your team, your skill set has, then you're, wor- you're less worried about other things and you can zero in on a guy. And I kind of look at when you're saying you're excited about these rookies. To me, that's it. I don't know that any of them are stars. They might be. Who knows? They might be the next Larry Bird, but to me, they are more likely to be what Denver needs exactly. because you know exactly who they are. And exactly. that, Sorry, no, you go ahead, Dylan. That was to you. I was going to say, like,
1: it's just uh, this is what it is. This is the luxury of having an established core. Like, this is what you want. Like, if you're doing it right as a GM... You find the tent pole early on in the draft or at number 41 in the second round, whatever. Yeah. But like <laughs> you get your guy and then you like, you're like, okay, what does this guy need? And then if you feel strong about the foundation, then you can just be yeah, exactly. Like you can be really choose. You don't have to pick pure upside. You pick specific skill set. Like, okay, this we need a guy who's gonna be We need people that can come in that aren't gonna be demanding the ball. We need people that can come in, can be teachable, can be moldable, uh, have and you can start picking for things like, you know, character and things that like you're not just looking for talent. Um and like, you know, sh- like this is what turned me onto this team so long ago and like why I believe so much of what Tim Conley was doing is that like I saw the core being established. And I'm like, that's the first step. Like of the steps, that is the first step. You get your core, you lock it in, and then you start to work around the edges. And like now Calvin Booth coming in with the idea of the established identity of this team is able to just like make like really deft moves. Like he could pick like a Chris Duarte, like in years past where we're like, man, that old rookie, like why would you bring an old rookie in? But he would work on this team. There's one
2: important exception to this philosophy though. And that not, it's not a, butt to anything you were saying, it's more of an, and. it's yeah. interesting to me. Peyton Watson was that kind of a pick last year. True. Now superstar might be a bit strong, but high upside, we're not quite as sure. He's younger. We think maybe he'd be a lottery pick next year. This year, he's not yet. Right. And it's funny, as I listened to you guys talk about the rookies and what they do bring and what isn't there, it, Peyton Watson's still so much younger than those guys. And there's True. actually more of that guy. even You could almost kind of keep him as a part of this rookie class, and he's still the youngest one, with maybe some of these more wrinkles to be ironed out, more lessons to learn, compared to some of these older crop of rookies. So... Watson was I th- I guess the like home he, run swing or the double in the yeah, gap because he came in with Christian but it, right but exactly because right so Christian was that safe yeah pick and then, and then he f- like flyer but he really I just think that's interesting not good or bad just interesting that Peyton's been the one exception to what has otherwise been Booth's philosophy
0: yeah. The last guy that I'm interested in here, um, I would say, is Braxton Key. I know that's a little bit wild for people that aren't following the team too closely. But, you know, Michael Malone really likes him. He's, he's also kind of talked about him, mentioned him a few times. He's a two-way. So it's not like that there I, – I don't expect any of the two-way guys to be guys that, like, leapfrog rotation pieces this year. But he is a guy that I think could get minutes if there's some, like, injuries or whatever. He could have a Tory Craig-esque gets called up. And by all accounts, he sounds like the type of another oh, – All these guys are almost all the same, right? Plays hard defense, has great length, high IQ, stays in his lane. Yeah. And I'm just going to – he'll probably play tomorrow as well.
3: Yeah, I think Tory Craig is a good comp for him. <laughs> just a big dude. I mean, he's 6'8", he but he's 225. No, he's built. He has a good good body on him. Yeah. He's pretty thick, and <laughs> oh. he strikes me as a, more of a four than a three, um, also because he's not, like, a three-point shooter or anything, no. although I was watching him shoot free throws today. His form looks okay, but not great from three. Um, yeah, he he's a Tory Craig type, defender, good athlete, good rebounder, just a strong guy. I said this on the show on Friday. He's, he's a bargain on a two-way contract, I think. Yeah. It's pretty interesting that, like, most of the players on
1: the second unit are big for their position, with the exception of center. Like it, then it's
0: like Zeke, Najee. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then there's DeAndre, and then Pickett too. But and yeah. then Jay Huff is. Is he on the two way? Yeah, yes. yeah, he's a two way. I mean, I am intrigued to see Jay Huff play, only because my only reference point is D line, yeah. worst player he's ever seen. In I life. actually, I'm just oh, telling team.
1: you, man. I, got, I, I, I'm open to it. I just know that. I wasn't looking for Jay Huff. I just and watched found him. <laughs> I was just watching the the Spurs play because I wanted to see Weminyama. And like I, before that it was the Rockets, and I was watching uh my guy uh play and I just watched Jay Huff just get obliterated. Was your guy?
2: I actually thought Jay Huff uh, looked good, uh, man.
1: Tari Eason? Tari
2: Eason. Uh-huh. Who looked great in the Tari Eason did look good. <laughs> I actually thought I saw Jay Huff make a lot of great defensive plays at I'm like how, that's the thing he can do, apparently. Um but intriguing for that reason, D line's lead-in which is, you know, it's DeAndre Jordan. Do you really want him to play a lot? And Zeke is small and Vlacco would have been small. So the next step in terms of actual bigs is Jay Huff. Can that translate to the NBA? Uh, Does that hold any utility for Denver? Yeah. Um,
0: All right. Hit that outro music for me, Kale. Guys, tomorrow... Little Nuggets basketball. Now, wow. I'm going to I'm going to set the stage here. Emphasis on little. I'm going to tell you exactly how it's going to go. I'm going to wake up tomorrow all excited. I'm going to be hyped. We're all going to be hyped. We're going to do a pre-game show. We're going to come in. We're going to watch the game. It's going to be dope. For about six minutes. <laughs> yeah, what, what big, bigger
1: letdown? The hype leading into the first summer league game, or the hype leading into the oh first man. preseason? That's year. a that's, that's a great
0: choice question. right there. <laughs> that's a great question. So, summer, league? summer
3: league was just such a big letdown. It always is because <laughs> you like you're right. like
0: starved You know basketball. what? You know what? Summer League is the bigger letdown what what, what, what will we do next year what will we do next year this roster looks great let's go (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait no in all sincerity I am excited to watch actually you know what it is this is an easy sell I don't know how much he plays Nikola Jokic is playing basketball tomorrow I'm in I'm in. You guys are too. Hit that like button on the way out. Don't forget to check out our Reggie Jackson and Julian Strother energy views from last week. If you missed them, they're absolutely fantastic. You're gonna fall in love with Rabbit. Warn you right now, you're gonna fall in love with Reggie.
1: Uh <laughs> if you're a little, in a committed relationship, <laughs> ask permission first.
0: Yeah. A little house cleaning notes. We are gonna be at 315 today, obviously. We have a post-game show on Tuesday and Thursday for the preseason games, and we're gonna have a 315 show on Wednesday. So our new time slot 315, same as our old time slot. We're out of the off-season, into the on-season. There you go. We'll see you guys there.